Welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and today we are talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 4, Episodes 1 through 10. So, you know, normally on the past, Seasons 2 and 3 have been split pretty evenly with, you know, Episode 11 being the end of each, being like, you know, the halfway point in season, also being the end of each arc. So we were able to pretty easily split it into two even halves. Not the case anymore. So we're just talking about the first 10 episodes right here. So if you've already watched episode 11, you know, that's fine. We're not talking about episode 11. We're not going that far. We are sticking with the first 10 episodes and then next week we'll be talking about the final 12 episodes of season 4. So that's episodes 11 through 22. So, uh, episode 1, Water War. Episode 2, Gun Gun Attack. Episode 3, Prisoners. Episode 4, Shadow Warrior. Episode 5, Mercy Mission. Episode 6, Nomad Droids. Episode 7, Darkness on Umbara. Episode 8, The General. Episode 9, Plan of Descent. And finally, episode 10, Carnage of Krell. So, lots of really great episodes in this first half of season 4. So, episode 1, Water War. The Republic must help a young heir reclaim his ocean world. This episode, I'm just gonna, so this is about Mon, about the Mon Calamari people in the planet of Mon Cala. It's the planet where uh, Admiral Akbar from Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens is from, and he dies pr- pretty early on in, in uh, the last jet in the last Jedi. Oh, but spo- spoiler alert for the Clone Wars, and obviously just spoiled, just very minor spoiler of the last Jedi. But you guys have probably seen the last Jedi, and if you have not, it's now streaming on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, so. Just because, you know, everyone's like at home, if you want to go back and rewatch the Star Wars, or if there's one or two that you missed, you know, uh, the first, so, episodes one through eight, so that's, you know, the prequel tr- trilogy, the original trilogy, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi, as, as well as Rogue One, are all streaming on Disney+. Plus. Solo, A Star Wars Story, is on Netflix, and The Rise of Skywalker is... Uh, is just on. You can you can buy, buy it on, on on digital right now, and then on Tuesday, the thirty first. That's when it'll be available on DVD. But and and I have a feeling that you know pretty so I have a feeling that pretty soon if this I I guess that if everybody's still quarantined by April fourteenth, halfway through April, I have a feeling that's when. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, or like halfway, or like mid-April, if there's going to be an early release for The Rise of Skywalker, it'll be in that time on Disney+, Plus because Frozen 2 just hit, Onward is hitting on April 3rd, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff's going early, so... And then, you know, animated series, TV shows, uh, Disney, they're all on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Mandalorian, 
the whole the entire first season. Uh, tomorrow, uh, episode six of season seven, the final season of the Clone Wars, is streaming on Disney Plus. So yeah, every episode so far is on Disney Plus. Every episode of Star Wars Rebels is on Disney Plus, as as well as both, as as, as well as the complete series Star Wars Resistance. So in both seasons, both both of those two seasons are on there. So back to the episodes. Uh, so they're basically in these in this arc. There's a new king named Prince Lee Char, and his father was killed and. People don't like that he's so young, so there's a, a revolution, and there's a shark, and eats people. There's, there's yeah, there's a shark that ate a guy. Uh, there's just sharks, shark people. It's weird, but it, it's Star Wars. We're used to the weirdness, we and we love it for being weird. Uh, episode two, Gun Gun Attack. The Jedi and Mon Cala Prince must evade capture. So in this episode. The Republic is kind of, you know, they've put out as many forces as they can to Mon Cala, and basically most of them have been captured. Mo most of the clones have been captured or killed by the Quarren, captured by the Quarren people, who are the main antagonists of this arc, and they've been aided by Count Dooku and the Separatists. So the the Jedi Council decides to send to to like send the Gungan army to um Mon Calic and to see if that helps the conflict and it does. It does. That helps a lot. So episode 3 Prisoners, the finale of the uh Princely Char trilogy. Princely Char attempts to unite the people of Mon Cala. This episode I'm going to do a biblical reference here. Uh, kind of like so. At the end of at the end of episode two, everybody got captured. Everyone was captured except for Ahsoka, and the prince. So they, uh, on on their way to go help everyone else, they go they visit an internment camp. They sneak in, um, just to give the people hope because they think that the prince is dead. And he says that the next time you see me, I will be your king. It sounds a lot like something that Jesus might have said. But that's something I really like. This is an arc that really did seem like... like Star Wars in general, like especially with the series, have had... They, they've drawn from other religions, mythologies. Because Star Wars is a new mythology. Star Wars is, is a new mythology. It's... There's a, there's twelve movies because the, the Clone Wars m movie is also streaming on Disney Plus. And only there's four series. There's countless books and comics. There's a couple of video games. So you know Star Wars is getting to that level of having a lot of mythology built around it. And that's that's something I I, I do want to see more from this this universe moving forward. So episode four, Shadow Warrior, Jar Jar Binks must pose as his people's leader. For an episode that's focused on gun guns, I like this one a lot. I this is an episode that I thought was really really good. Uh, so again, Dooku is pulling the strings behind conflicts. So 
he convinces a gun gun priest. It seems like it seems like there's a gun gun priest, and this guy just looks evil. This is a guy that looks evil. I'll put a picture of him on uh, our social media. But this is a guy. Or I think I'll put him on social media. I'll post a picture of this guy. This is like purple. He's a purple gun gun. Let's see if I can find his name. Let's see if I can find this guy's name. Purple Gun Gun. Who was this guy? Oh my god, I'm trying to find it. Evil Gun Gun. Clone Wars. Sorry, guys. Oh my God, I'm trying. Okay, this here here's his name probably. Um. Oh my God, this. Yeah. I can't find this guy's name. I'm sorry. This guy just looks. This guy just looks evil. This guy just looks evil. Uh, and 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 I just learned in, in my uh, deep dive right there that this season, season four, is actually called Battle Lines, and I can see why. This is a season that really focuses a lot on the war. There's not a like. I'm just looking through these through these episodes. You know, full spoiler alert. So if you have not, so if, if this is your first time watching Clone Wars. Skip ahead like twenty five seconds, you know. Okay, because this see this is season that also features the return of Darth Maul in the last two episodes of this arc, and that's something I'm super excited to talk about. Dar- Darth Maul has just had such a huge impact on the saga, even past the, the Phantom Menace and Solo. So now I think we're in this area that people are skipping to, so we just gotta stop talking about this. Uh, but you know, a lot of great stuff here in this arc a lot of great stuff in this arc we, like just these episodes we're about to talk about you know we got krell we got um two r2 and 3po or two r2 and 3po episodes uh, but before we but before we move on to mercy mission you know if, if you watch clone wars you'll realize that anakin and grievous never meet each other they they never meet because they meet in in Revenge of the Sith, you know. Uh, General Grievous, you're, you're shorter than I expected. Expect that someone with your re- reputation be a little older. I kind of mix up those lines, but, you know, you get the point. And this is one when they, like, walk by each other, but Anakin's unconscious, and it seems like Grievous can't look down, so they've never, you know, and Grievous's comment is, I thought someone with your re- reputation would be older. So, you know, he never saw Anakin's face. He, he never saw Anakin's face, so it, it, it would make sense that he would have still said that line without ever, even though he'd seen, you know, like, Anakin's back. So moving on to Mercy Mission, Episode 5, C-3PO and R2-2 explore a strange underground world. This was the first episode of Clone Wars I watched. I've said this before, I've said this before on the podcast, this is the piece of content this episode right here, this 25-minute long episode of the animated series, is what made me a fan of this universe. 
you know, a, a lot of people from my generation came in through the Clone Wars. It was our introduction to it. Um, and I've got a friend. He he loves the Clone Wars. He that's you know that's his main stuff. Like he he, he loves the show. He he loves it so much. He doesn't watch. Of course, like you know, he he watches the movies, but like he never rewatches the movies or anything. He just, but he does rewatch Clone Wars a lot, and he likes it a lot, and that's really great. Cause, you know, it's something for everybody with this uh, Star Wars universe, whether it be you know a book or even a single issue of a comic series. You know, there's something in Star Wars for everybody. You know, and this is an episode. You know, what I what I realized in watching this that there's three. Gen- there's like three genres for Clone Wars. So, you know, we got you the re- really intense war stuff. You've got the Force, ma- magical stuff, which this episode falls under. And you got the political stuff. And this is an episode that really did a great job with, you know, like delving super deep into the mysticisms of the galaxy and how there's other worlds at stake. You know, this is a series that, you know, in the main films, you know, you see other planets. They don't go to a whole lot of planets, though. So, it's then up to the other material, you know, like the shows, the books, the comics, uh, Fallen Order, even, Battlefront 2. It's up to those to really help to, you know, flesh out this world. And to give it more meaning so that when you do go to watch these movies you will have such you'll have a much greater appreciation for the universe and that's something i really liked about this episode and this is what made me want want to watch another and made me want to watch empire strikes back because i'd already seen new hope uh so yeah let's move on to nomad droids the second part of this arc r2d2 and c3po have a have a series of bizarre misadventures this is this is another episode I really like because this is an episode that I watched like right after. Was this the first episode? It was one of these two that was the first one. I, I don't I don't remember. It was like, it was like September October twenty eleven. I was in kindergarten, so this is. But this is an episode that I really liked. You know, like showing, you know, very, whole lot of you know like, Wizard of Oz stuff. In these two episodes, like not 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 even just Wizard of Oz, but you know, like it's drawing stuff from other literature. Like this episode had pit droids impersonating like the the leader of the of like the tribe through a hologram. Actually, no, just a, a, a lot of like Wizard of Oz stuff, like in this specific episode. Because before they do that, there's like R two D two falls over and accidentally kills like the super fat leader guy. Reminded, reminded me a lot of uh, the Order of Phoenix book when it's like you know like the big and like hag spo- spoilers for, for the book for Harry Potter for Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. You know um, when Hagrid goes to visit the when he goes to visit the uh, giants. He says, like, you know, like, the the king is always, you know, the biggest, the fattest, laziest of them all. And it seemed like this guy, like, the, the big Heizu was what they called him, the big Heizu. And, like, R2, because these guys were very small. These guys are very little. And R2, like, tips over and squashes him. And, like, you think they're all going to be all sad and everything. And, and then they start chanting, like, he's dead. He's dead. The great Heizu is dead. Uh, 
and that was kind of that reminded me a lot of um you know when like the munchkins and wizard of oz and the house falls on the wicked witch and then D- D- dorothy thinks that they're gonna be mad because she killed someone then they're like she's dead she's dead and of course this is an evil person so it's it's kind of, i wouldn't i wouldn't call it okay it's definitely it's definitely not bad it's definitely not bad it's definitely not it's not great but and then also la- later on in the episode there's you know like kind, kind of like snoke if you remember snoke from the force awakens which I re rewatched re- yesterday, and, and I still love The Force Awakens. I still love The Force Awakens, and it was great to, you know, just see... Af- after seeing The Rise of Skywalker, this is the second time since Rise of Skywalker I've watched The Force Awakens. I'm going to watch The Last Jedi again today, and Rise again. I'm going to watch those two back-to-back today. And it's going to be interesting to, like, see how much of The Last Jedi... I still like if there's any things that are different because I've not seen The Last Jedi since like November. That was honestly the last time I watched uh, The Last Jedi. And I'm excited to see if any of that changes for me. But back to back to this, the like it's basically Oz where there's like a pit droid in like a cave and he's just fooling an entire civilization of people even if they are um even if they are, you know, like, kind of just up and coming. Like, they're just, like, because 3PO do, does reference that, you know, like, this is one of the planets that people are just starting to civilize and stuff. And I like that. So now we get into some one of the best arcs of the Clone Wars right here. Get into some of the best stuff. This is the Carnage of Krell arc. I just call this... Well, this is just the general Krell quadrilogy. And we're going to talk about Krell a lot more in the next episode of Mandalorian Unscripted. So, this first episode, Darkness on Umbara. Rex and his clone troopers are led into a difficult mission. This, in my opinion, is, is the only arc in the entire series that shows us, like, the true... Like, it gets down in the weeds, nitty-gritty of... Of the Clone Wars. And that is something that I think is really cool. I, I think that, you know, we need to see this clone-focused stuff. And actually, I think I'm just going to talk about this whole arc all together. So, you know, this is a quadrilogy. It takes place on Umbara. And Anakin Skywalker is, is like in the 501st Legion. And then he's called back to Coruscant. And General Krell comes in to take his place. And General Krell is supposedly a great g- general, but there are more clone deaths than anyone under his command. So more clones have died under Krell's command than any other general than an- any other Jedi. And we're gonna talk. We're gonna do a whole lot more with you know General Krell and his, you know, like ideals and you know is is he right or wrong? But Krell is worth. And I'm gonna say this up front so you guys can like have this in the back of your minds as I'm explaining it to you. But Krell is hoping to become 
an agent of Count Dooku, because we already know that, you know, Savage Press, at the end of Season 3, Savage Press left, he, he, he left, uh, Dooku, and you know, Savage is off l- looking for Darth, Darth Maul right now, which we already talked about on last week's episode, and we're, you know, gonna probably talk about that more next week, because that ne- next week is the actual return of Darth Maul. Um, but basically, Dooku is looking for a new apprentice, and, you know, Krell wants to be that apprentice. And that's you know, so interesting to me that he... Actually, it's not really that interesting, because, like, I mean, the, you know, the Jedi have lost their way a bit. The Jedi have lost their way. And that's something we're going to talk about, you know, once, once we completely wrap up Clone Wars on May 8th. We might do it, like, a, like before we die, dive into Rebels, because we're going to do that right after pr- probably late May, early June is is when we're going to start t- talking about Rebels. But, um, you know, this is a series that does dive deep into the, you know, the philosophy of Jedi, the philosophy of, the, the philosophy of basically the entire galaxy and what is happening. So... Krell is just assigning a whole lot of, like, suicide missions for the clones. A whole lot of suicide missions. Like, you know, you're going to march head-on into the capital, which is basically swarmed with Umbarans soldiers. And the Umbarans have uh, have aligned themselves with Count Dooku and the Separatists. So there's just a lot of them, and they're really da- dangerous. They have a lot of technology. There's, like, some Sarlaccs on the on the planet, and so, you know, the droid control ship is right, is, you know, supplying, is supplying the ships, there's a droid, there's a, let me rephrase this, there's a droid supply ship that's in the air, and it's, and that's the, and that's what's supplying the Umbaran soldiers with food, water, um, medicine, clothes, all that stuff, so they have to, so, you know, what should happen is, you know, they should try and, like, take them out. They should try and take out these supply ships, but they but they don't because Krell, you know, because Krell's goal here is to, you know, kill as many clones as possible. So he just comes out with the dumbest plans, and once all the clones are dead, what, what I, like, I wouldn't be sad about seeing, you know, like, a five-issue general Krell comic. I think that'd be, be really interesting to, you know, like, dive into his mindset. Like, what would, like, everything works with you, but so many men die. It's another thing, which another huge part of this arc is that they are men. They're not clones, they're men. So they, so, you know, Fives, Jesse, and Hardcase, like, go against Krell's orders. They fly the alien starfighters up. And destroy the ship. Hard, hard case dies on the ship, but then Fives and uh, Jesse come back down, and they're ex and they're set, set to be executed for you know being effective soldiers. And then none of the clones turn on him. None of the clones turn on Krell. Or none of the all the none like five Fives and Jesse aren't executed because you know the troopers all miss they miss on purpose kind of like a very subtle meta joke about how stormtroopers can't shoot straight 
And then this is the really sad part. This is because I've been binging this show, so I'm investing all these troopers. Is that Krell tells you know the he 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 tells his battalion the five hundred first and another battalion that the Ambarans are coming and they could be wearing clone armor. So basically you have this bloodbath where it's just clones killing clones, but they think the other clones are Umbarans. And then Rex takes off his helmet, another's so soldier takes off his helmet, and then they realize, oh man, these guys are other troopers. And I started to tear up. I've never teared up in this animated series before, but I started to. Because this was such an evil act to have these brothers turn on each other and to kill each other. And this is when I'm like, okay, Krell isn't just a bad general. He's he's a separatist. And then throughout this whole thing, there was one trooper, Dogma, who stood by Krell's side. He's, he stood by the side of General Krell. And he... Um, and in the end, you know, during Krell's big villain monologue when he's been arrested and is in the brig, you know, Dogma says, how could you? I, I trusted you. And Krell's like, I, I count on blind lo- lo- loyalty. Like, you're just making my, my plan work. Dogma is is let out of prison. Because he, he was a threat, too. He was also a threat. Um... And Dogma is the one that pulls the trigger on Krell. So, so something else we're going to talk about on, on Mandalorian Unscripted is... Did Dogma execute Order 66? And we're not going to dive into that now, but we will. Um, probably this weekend. This weekend we're going to record an episode, drop it either Sunday or Monday. Uh, so yeah, that's about it for today really great episodes it's really great group of 10 episodes this week super excited to talk about it, to talk about the next 12, 12, 12 episodes next week or um early the week after so thank you so much for listening we are the mandalorian podcast you can find us so we're basically just wherever you can wherever you, you listen to podcasts that's where we are uh if your podcatcher allows you to leave five star reviews please do so that helps us out so so much um we read fi- five star reviews here on the show if from, from itunes uh and it helps pe- pe- people find the show a, a lot easier we'll, we'll be back tomorrow with um season seven episode six deal no deal of star wars clone wars uh but before we um so yeah uh, send us an, an email to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it here on the show. Make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network and check out kidcommentariesnetwork.com for news about all the podcasts we do. So, yeah, tomorrow, episode 75 of the podcast, Mandalorian Podcast, episode, episode 75. Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 6, Deal No, no, no Deal. I'm Drew Gretsch. Thank you guys so much for listening, and may the Force be with you.